All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And our Bulls lost against the Philadelphia 76ers today, much in part due to just a slow start and the inability to just take over the lead. But we'll talk all about it right after this. All right, so the Bulls unfortunately fall to six and two. Uh, and the Philadelphia 76ers go up to six and two um, on this game. And there's a couple of stories of, of through this game, right? The Bulls didn't do a horrible job at defending Joel Embiid. We look at his shooting six for 18, one for five from three and five for nine from the uh, free throw. But he still had a plus minus of plus 10, scored 18 points overall and had nine rebounds. Um, and the, like I said, the Bulls did a solid job uh in regards to that but what really killed us is the is the philadelphia 76ers bench and this is why for everyone who has been calling for kobe to be traded then after io's ascension to say that oh kobe's definitely still the owl man out this is why that's not this is and this is why you know in the comments i know i'm very vocal about Hey, let's let's not jump. And it's not because I don't believe in what IO can be long term. Uh, 13 minutes from IO this game, a negative uh plus minus of negative 14, three points. The Bulls bench in this game only scored 13 points from the bench. 13 points. And just to contrast that, the 76ers, one of the best teams in the East, even without two starters, their bench scored 30 points. 30 points coming from the bench of the 76ers. This is why. And this is this is what I'm saying is that unless the Bulls do something else, Kobe White, and I'm not saying that Kobe White initially is just going to automatically change everything just by himself. Right. But having a player in Kobe White who can play off the ball, who has the scoring ability, not only can, you know, coming off screen score himself, but also probably free things up for a little bit more uh, freedom for other people to try to score. But the Bulls bench scoring only 13 points in a game is not going to cut it. And the Bulls have one of the worst scoring benches in the league. Yes, the Bulls have high energy, solid defensive players off the bench, and I love the players that we have here. But, and you know, it was there was a comment in the last video of, well, because the Bulls have such great scores on the starting lineup, they don't need bench score. No, that is not the case. That is not going to cut it if we want this Bulls team to, to make a deep run. And I'm not saying that it necessarily has to be Kobe. I'm not saying that Kobe White is the end-all, be-all, because having just one player, whether it's you have a bench that scores collectively, right? But you don't know who it is every night. Something needs to change um, with this. And no, I'm not saying rush and trade a bunch of people. I'm not saying anything like this. I don't know if it's a scheme. I don't know what it's going to be. But having a bench that only scores 13 points is not going to cut it. It's not. And yes, YIO is going to continually show flashes over the course of the season. Do you really want to bet on IO? ability to do it consistently in his rookie year i'm not saying that he won't be able to to get to that point i'm not saying any of that but i'm saying right now we want our bulls to win this bench scoring is not going to cut it the bench is solid like i'm not down on the bench as a whole but the scoring from the bench is not going to cut it in the long run and this is a game where our our starters did pretty good except vooch vooch had a terrible game scoring wise two for seven oh for two um, from three he rebounded well with 10 rebounds had six, six assists only one turnover but still only four points from your center who's historically over his career averaged over 20 points 37 points from demar DeRozan, 13 from 22 um 0 for one from three and 11 from 12 from the free throw uh also uh 10 re 10 rebounds from from demar DeRozan. um zach levine continues to show you know 
He's it, it, it doesn't look as efficient since the thumb injury. I mean, he's been scoring very well since then. He's he's knocked knees with Joe, Joel Embiid at one point in this game. Um, and Lonzo, I said I wanted to see Lonzo ball out. Lonzo had a very solid game as he always does on both sides of the ball. But the story really in this game is the Bulls continually getting out to those slow starts, and you know it. For more times than not, they're able to come back, and they did at one point in this game. It looked like they were going to to march on a couple of times in this game. It looked like they were going to be able to march back and get back into this game. But the rug kept getting caught up under them. And this night, it just didn't go well for them. Um, you know, this Bulls can have the same exact game um, and then some and pull it out probably more times than not. But it did not go well for them tonight as far as that. And that's the thing that this team needs to figure out is how. And, you know, when I say they need to be more efficient and more consistent, this is what I mean. These droughts, like we have these hyper periods of just scoring and looking unstoppable we also have these periods of droughts and just slow starts on both on both sides of the ball that it, it we need to figure out how to how to even that out right and i think if the bulls play a more even game the outlook of this game looks totally different it's always more difficult when you're having to come back from these huge deficits um and it's tiring and like i said especially when you don't have a bench that also can score um it it, it, it raises problems there Tony Bradley, again, what I want to point out in 12, only 12 minutes from Tony Bradley in this game, but he is the uh, only one of only two Bulls that had a positive plus minus. No, three Bulls. Derrick Jones Jr., Tony Bradley, and Lonzo Ball, the only Bulls that had a plus minus in the positive um, this game. This was, it was a lot of like, hey, the Bulls were in it, right? The fact that the Bulls show that they that they can be in it. Um, you know, I know the 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 tractors are gonna say, well, there were there were two starters out, whatever. Um, but these slow starts, something has to, something has to give in this. I don't know if it's a change of the scheme. I don't, I, like I said, you don't want to do the whole, the sky is falling type thing, but that's what really hurt the bulls in this game. Big time is those slow starts. When you look at the quarter by quarter breakdown, right? Let's look at that. The first quarter, the bulls got outscored by 10 points in the second quarter, outscored by only four points. In the third quarter, they outscored them by two points. And then in the fourth quarter, they also outscored them by seven points. Ended up losing this game by five points. Again, if you don't have that slow start in the fir first quarter and get out to that that big deficit, th this the to the totality of this game changes. And they played them pretty close throughout every other quarter. The slow starts have to stop. They have to stop. Um, but hats off to the 76ers that played a great game, even being, like I said, missing the starters that they were missing. They had people that stepped up. We need to see some changes with the Bulls. And hopefully, you know, and like I said before, adversity is going to come throughout the whole season. No, the sky's not falling. No, the Bulls aren't terrible. No, the Bulls aren't overrated. Fuck anybody who tries to come in, come and say that shit. But again, as we talk about the Bulls still figuring, figuring things out, I know it's Bulls are, are six and two. It sometimes is hard to keep in mind that they still have a lot of learning of each other to do. And now that they're playing winning basketball and expected to win, there's still a lot of growing pains. But that bench scoring has to change. It has to absolutely change. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how it continues to go. But like I said, Sixers played a great game tonight. They came out on top. They deserved to come out on top. They led. Uh, they came out to that big lead. And they answered everything that the Bulls, every time the Bulls try to march back, they answered it. And the Bulls really... They just didn't come out on top. They did not have that last spurt. Well, they did. It just, you know, they didn't, they weren't able to complete it. Um, but the Bulls continue to show hard as they have every game. And they continue to show that they belong to, they, they belong here. Um, and, you know, this is going to happen. You're going to have losses over the course of the season. We were never going to win all 82 games. And like I said before, the Bulls are at some point are going to go on a losing stretch. Hopefully that's not coming now, but it's going to happen. 
how they rebound from it, how they adjust, all that stuff, what they learn from it is going to be key for the longevity of this season. Let me know what you guys think down below of the Bulls' performance. Let me know also what you think about the Bulls' bench scoring. Um, and if that's if you agree with me and you think that's going to be a problem as they go further on in the season, or if you think that it's not going to be as big of a deal as me, do you think I'm tripping? Let me know down below. But like I like to end every video on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break, Break, Break Media. Media.